The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, hello everyone. And uh, so the topic this week is the second foundation of mindfulness, which is the mindfulness of Vedana, a Pali word for, that I translate as feeling tone, often translated as feeling, but then people confuse it sometimes with emotions. Um, and what it refers to is the, the to- tonality, the tone of pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant, in which everything happens. Uh, all experiences are felt through those three feeling tones, one of, one of the three. Maybe occasionally it feels like uh, they're all there at the same time. The, um, <clears throat> so this is the, the, the instructions are to be mindful of when there's pleasant feeling tone, that it's pleasant feeling tone. When it's painful, unpleasant, no, it's, it's unpleasant. When it's neither pleasant or unpleasant, no. So it's a clear recognition, this is how it is. But then the, uh, the, te- the text, the Buddha goes, makes a very interesting distinction. He goes uh, a little bit further. And this is the, uh, I see it as a really important pivot in the Satipatthana Sutta, and the teachings, and a very important pivot in people's um, mindfulness practice. Because uh, then the Buddha makes a distinction between um, and there, uh, between the feeling tones that are uh, physical in nature and those which have uh, are not uh, maybe we could call it if you're willing to go along the spiritual in nature or of the heart in nature but uh, the reason why some people call it worldly and not worldly feelings some people call it worldly and spiritual feelings different people translate these words differently the Pali word literally means um, of the flesh and not of the flesh. And that doesn't inspire people that much. And uh, so people are finding other ways to sort of say it. And how I understand it is that uh, of the flesh has to do with uh, of the ordinary senses we have. Um, uh, the, uh, seeing, hearing, taste tasting, smelling, and touching in the tactile senses of the body. Um, so if, um, if I feel uh, the coolness against my skin, maybe I'm outside, and today it was somewhat cold outside, and it was cold. And on one hand, the cold maybe was unpleasant, but it was invigorating and inspiring to be out there and a nice kind of feeling arose of kind of delight and feeling the sharp crispness of the air and the coolness against my arms and and uh, and have a lot of wonderful associations and memories of being in the cold. And um, so there was a kind of an inner smile that happened. I just felt delighted to be in the cold a little bit, even though literally there was a kind of unpleasantness in the in the skin for that. So there's these two different dimensions of our domains of our life, that which is of the physical, I call it physical senses, and that which is of the inner senses. And many people live in their, in their um, uh, physical senses, 
And that's a beautiful, wonderful thing to do. It's a physical senses, the sensations, being in our body is one of the great pleasures of mindfulness. But it's possible to overdo it, either by being to identify it with a physical body, to attach to it, um, to reactive to it. Um, and But we are in mindfulness, learning to kind of be mindful of it and live in it. And the whole uh, first foundation of mindfulness is learning how to be embodied in this physical body in a, a valuable way. And, um, and so being mindful of the, um, the feelings of the flesh, feelings of this physical senses, uh, one would know that. And the instructions are when there is a physical feeling of pleasure, a physical feeling of, of um, unpleasant, a physical of neither pleasant or unpleasant, no, that's the case. There's no value judgment put on it. If that's what's predominant, then that's what we pay attention to. But then the Buddha says also there's another category of feeling, this not of the flesh, um, uh, which is uh, um, I, I associate with uh, the inner life, the quality of our inner being, um, the quality of our inner state can be they're independent of what's happening in the world around us. The physical body is very much impacted by what happens in the world around us, cold and hot and you know, all kinds of things that are happening. And also the physical body is impacted by illness and injury and all these things that can happen to the flesh itself, through the physical body. But then there's a there's this non-physical kind of, I mean, exactly we, how to describe this is, uh, each of you will probably have a little different description that works for you. But it's the, it's the distinction that there's a, there's a divide here, a separation or a distinction between these two different domains and areas. And, um, and one, the second one, not of the flesh, belongs more to the, the spiritual, the mental, the psychological, the, um, the heartful, the, the, um, the kind of feeling of the inner life that is there, uh, independent of what happens around us. So we can feel contented, uh, very content and peaceful, even though uh, the bus we're waiting for is an hour late. And um, some of our thoughts, imaginations of, well, this is going to be unpleasant later, but we're not trapped in those thoughts. We're actually resting and happy to stay on the, uh, the bus bench, just content uh, being there. And that inner life is very content. Some people, when they meditate, can um, uh, before they meditate, there are things that they look around, they're reactive to, and they think they should be different, and they want their body to be a different way. And then after they meditate, there's a kind of ease or peacefulness or calm that um, kind of holds everything much more easily and spaciously. So the place of kind of the calm can be, the peace can be, maybe the place where love can be, uh, a warm-heartedness can be, the place where inner beauty can reside. Um, that's all belongs to the world, not of the flesh. And so the Buddha here is saying, when there's um, a pleasant sensation, pleasant experience, pleasant feeling, not of the flesh, know it as a pleasant feeling. When you know that there's an unpleasant feeling, not of the flesh, know it as an unpleasant feeling, not of the flesh. And when it's neither pleasant or unpleasant, know it 
as that. So here there's a distinction between of the flesh and not of the flesh. And now the, the whole Satipatthana is pivoting now to, uh, you could say, you know, simplistically maybe to the mind rather than the body, but it's, it's, um, it's pivoting now to the inner life where happiness and where suffering in a deeper way resides. So that can be met and seen. And uh, not to be only limited to the physical body and the physical experience, but to now begin opening up to a deeper and deeper inner dimension of our life. And here, all we're asked to do to notice is it pleasant or unpleasant. And um, as people meditate, it's this inner dimension that starts becoming bigger, more alive, more a reference point. Um, as important being embodied in the physical body is and how wonderful it is for some people, um, there's this other area that's deeper. And some people have that connection to it and because it's kind of in the body anyway, uh, within the body, they'll often associate it with their body and think this is being embodied. Um, and it definitely can be that. But, um, but we're trying to make a distinction here uh, to go along with the instructions. And as we learn, as we settle and get calmer and calmer, more concentrated and more connected to ourselves in meditation, it's this inner dimension that begins uh, uh, growing. And which this inner dimension then that provides uh, a, uh, the, the material for the last two foundations of, the, of uh, mindfulness. Um, that of the mind and that of the kind of the inner processes uh, that uh, lead to suffering or to happiness. So it's a very important foundation to make or switch to go from the physical body to now becoming heightened sensitivity to this non-physical inner dimension of feeling that can exist. And um, and uh, in a way, those these they they can be a little bit more enduring than the physical ones. The Buddha likened physical vedana, phys- physical feelings, to um, uh, the raindrops on top of a lake. A, b- a big rain is pouring down on the on the lake, and there's all these little splatters that go on. And physical uh, pleasure, if you're really, or uh, physical sensations, if you're really connected carefully to them, you'll see that the pleasure and pl- pain and pleasure is uh, almost like little splatters, little sparks that come and go and rise and pass. And uh, this uh, inner dimension, this not of the flesh, uh, has usually a feeling of a little more enduring. It's primarily good feelings there. It's primarily pleasure. There can be uh, not of the flesh ways in which we feel um, not so good, not pleasant. Um, and uh, But in the teachings of the Buddha, he begins emphasizing the pleasure that's there. And um, and that's the orientation is to, in meditation as we get deeper and deeper, is to begin appreciating and and uh, and, and uh, feeling the pleasant, the inner sensations, feelings that are there. Make room for them. And as I did in the guided meditation, uh, uh, it's possible that that becomes the the orientation or becomes the reference point for mindfulness. Um, awareness practice, no matter what we're aware of. And so it's not, we're not just aware of pain, for example, uh, 
um, but we're aware that of the of the of the some kind of pleasure, beauty, some kind of love, some kind of care, some kind of spaciousness, equanimity uh, that uh, allow that supports that awareness of pain or uh, of suffering. So we're not only we learn not to only be identified with the experience of the moment in terms of pleasure and pain, but we're also starting to identify with this inner place of well-being, of calm, of equanimity or something with which we can know what's happening for us. And um, so um, so you might, uh, if this made sense for you, you might spend the day... Um, reflecting, thinking, feeling, exploring uh, what your relationship is to this non-physical place within. um, That, you know, you might, you know, it might be part of you, part of your body, but not the non-sense-based, that which is not triggered by the ordinary senses, but uh, is independent of... um, the ordinary senses and the inner place where your beauty resides, your inner beauty, your inner love, your inner goodness, your inner subtleness and calm, um, inner spaciousness, um, inner joy, inner happiness, inner calm. So exactly what this is uh, for any one of you is variable. But uh, what experiences have you had that touch that? You have some history, some reference points for this in the course of your life, and what have been the strongest reference points for this? And and how do you experience it in daily life? And what is a useful way to stay more in touch with it and closer to it, and not lose track of it? And maybe you talk to some friends, and if you can explain this to them and see what their experiences have been about this. Kind of, why don't you spend a day contemplating the nature of this inner beauty? So, thank you. And we'll continue with this one more day. <laughs> 